It has been a long day here in Austin, Texas. I just finished a 14-hour shift with uh, the Rolling Smoke cooking my Yoni Bologna, a uh, amazing creation that uh, uses 44 Farms Angus beef that is butchered at Salt and Time, uh, where Kareem and Brian uh, have created some really amazing stuff. Their case looked incredible for this Labor Day weekend. They had all kinds of steaks, dry aged, big thick cuts. Whew. But I got a lot of energy tonight because I just listened to this episode with Blood Brothers. Uh, it was so much fun to hang out there, to be around these guys. They really are not only cooking barbecue, but hanging out with their friends and you know doing what they love. Uh, I sat down with Quay and Terry Tear, uh, and then Robin came a little later. He got stuck in some of that classic Houston traffic. Uh, but they have some of the best merch, um, great food, awesome sandwiches. I had this crazy uh, Murphy's beef and cheddar uh, named after one of their cool employees. Uh, I got a sweet hat while I was there. Uh, tried some local beers and uh, we spent over an hour talking. So I hope you guys enjoy this interview with Blood Brothers Barbecue and uh, stay tuned for more. I'm really having a good time now that I'm really breaking my pace here over a hundred episodes. I think this is 118 now and I love it. I'm glad y'all are enjoying it. I love seeing downloads. I love seeing all the responses, good and bad. Uh, I really want to hear everything that y'all think because you know, I make this show for you. If people stop listening to it, I'd probably stop making it. But every week it seems like more and more people are interested uh, check out the YouTube. I'm a little behind on that, but there will be some new uploads this week. And uh, enjoy this episode with Blood Brothers Barbecue. Thank you for watching and listening to the Best Barbecue Show. I'm here with Quay Hong and TV Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, y'all. Hey, hey. <laughs> Terry Terror. You, got, you guys all have a bunch of nicknames, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're here at Blood, Blood Brothers Barbecue. Uh, we're waiting on Robin, right? Yes, sir. And, Stuck in uh, traffic. Yeah. The, the traffic in Houston is real. I just drove from Austin, so I know because my, uh, my ETA jumped up about 20 minutes once I got close. Yeah, sounds about right. How's, you, how's y'all's morning going? The restaurant looks great. It's good, good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Uh, for people who don't know, you know, tell us about the area we're in. Uh, we're in the city of Bel Air, so it's right outside the loop. Uh, I think it's a pretty good location. We chose this one kind of untapped. Do y'all live around here or...? Uh, I live about 20 minutes from here. I, I live about 15. So in Houston, that's down the block. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. You drive an hour, just go from Houston mm-hmm. to Houston? Yeah. yeah. So y'all have a you know a unique style. You have this awesome uh, art up here. And this is A-Leaf? A- A-Leaf, yeah. That's where we all pretty much grew up. A uh, pretty real diverse neighborhood uh, where we all met also. And tell me more about it. Did you guys barbecue or what did you do there? 
No, uh, I didn't start barbecuing until about five or six years ago. Um, really, we met around high school, um, just hanging out after school, eating. Not, you know, family style around the lunch table, just gathering and eating. And so you think that started kind of your connection around food? Yeah, I, I guess. The connection probably really didn't. I did myself didn't even really dive into it till about, you know, maybe 10 years ago. Uh, used to do a lot of backyard grilling, not necessarily barbecue. Um, and then from there, it kind of grew into grew into barbecue. I used to think to myself, I don't have 10 hours out of my day to waste, you know, cooking one piece of meat. Yeah. And then one day I was like, today's the day. I'm going to try it. And then it just took off from there. Now you guys have... One of the cooler looking restaurants in barbecue. Thank you. What's uh, is the orange just like the energy or what? Oh, uh, <laughs> the orange is actually, I, I drive an orange car. So our logo actually started out as red and black. Um, the red didn't pop as much. So we were just kind of brainstorming like what other color combo could we do? And I was like, let's try orange and black since I was driving an orange car, orange and black car. And Terry and Robbie both like, orange also so we're like yeah. robbie designed the logo with the orange and it popped so we just stuck with it honestly it was yeah it was it was it was kind of just like the the choice uh when when robbie chose the blood brothers name it's like yep that's it yep it just like popped it stood out to us and we just ran with it yeah and i mean you've gone through so many iderations you guys have an epmd you got what 20 kinds of hats. I mean, yeah, you guys go yeah, hard. Yeah, we just try to, you know, merch, uh, you know, getting our brand out there. The EPMD shirt we came up with because, you know, growing up, real big into the hip hop scene. So we're just trying to pay homage back. And we got some other ideas coming out, but we're I not bet. ready to unveil those yet. Yeah. I, I'm still trying to make my first logo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just keep it simple, you know. Yeah. So y'all grew up together? Before yeah. you even thought about opening yeah, a restaurant? Yeah, so um, we all met in high school. Uh, Terry and Robin owned Glitter Karaoke 2000s, right? Uh, yeah, in, in, yeah in, in Chinatown um, from uh, 2000, 99, 2000 to 05-ish, 06. And then we kind of went on a hiatus, and then we reopened in uh, Midtown in 2010. Yeah, and when, where we are presently. Yeah. Right now. And when they went on hiatus, I was doing my own thing. I mean, I've been doing. I was doing the aquarium business with my uncle for thirty years. Wow. Um. So they went on hiatus. We never like really lost. We kind of lost touch, but we would run in each other out at shows and stuff like that. And then when they reopened the glitter in Midtown, one of my buddies um, was like, "Hey, let's go down. You know, let's go down there." And I, I hadn't seen these guys. I mean eight years or whatever like on a consistent basis so i went with them and it kind of rekindled you know our friendship started hanging out there more um you know where it really started was terry and robin used to throw customer appreciation parties at the bar so one day i was like hey let me cook and robbie was like no i don't want you to cook i just want you to hang out have fun i was like that is me having fun you know cooking so I, they didn't even have a kitchen. I think they had a fryer in there and an oven. So I, I drug my little Weber kettle up there, cooked on the sidewalk. Nice. Literally. Yeah. Literally, literally on the sidewalk. We're literally <laughs> on the sidewalk. And then from there, um, I pitched to him. I was like, hey, let's do a steak night. 
uh, you know, that was something I was real comfortable with doing because, you know, I always entertained my friends, Super Bowl parties, just Sunday football, stuff like that. So they ended up getting a uh, charbroil grill inside. So we kicked off a steak night in 2012. Um, wow. Yeah. And then from there, about six to eight months later is when I really started trying to dabble with the barbecue. Uh, just kind of cooked stuff, brought it up there on steak nights just for the staff to eat, and it just grew from there, too. Did you, you know, you talked about the Weber kettle. What did you uh, start cooking on after, you know, what was the upgrade from there? Oh, to learn to smoke? I learned on that one, on the kettle, just... Yeah. Offset? Yeah, or? just banking, banking the coals to one side and just rolling with it. Um, from there, what we really started... You know, Blood Brothers was Robbie had a friend that knew we were doing, you know, stuff. And he had a back, you know, he built a homemade offset on a trailer. And he asked Robbie, he's like, hey, I have this, you know, offset smoker. If y'all want to do more with it, with the barbecue thing, you know, I'll sell it to y'all for real cheap. So we bought it. We all pulled together and bought the trailer with the smoker. I hated that thing. Um I would probably love it now, but you know, when I was first learning, you know, everyone was low and slow, this and that. I didn't under, really understand fire management on that large of a scale. Yeah. So it was, oh, the temp drops, add more wood. Oh shit, the temp spiked to whatever, close up the dampers. And now I know, hey, 50 degree swings don't mean anything, yeah. you know? So it was just a progression. Uh, I think we cooked on that thing for, maybe five months and I was like we gotta get rid of this thing I was like it, you know I'm not comfortable cooking on it and then we bought the pit maker vault the insulated cabinet that thing was like loaded up it's humming at 275 for you know 10 12 hours um shout that, out to pit maker yep yeah Houston, my Houston man yep so is that what y'all are cooking on now or yeah so we still have that same vault uh and then we had them build us in sniper uh, but it's larger than their regular one's a Magnum sniper. We like to call this one the Grande sniper. It's <laughs> a little bit larger cook chamber. And uh, are you, you know, the, you don't have to put a ton of wood into that. Are you making small splits or? Uh, no, the the sniper actually is an offset, so it it burns. Oh, so quite, yeah, it burns quite a bit of wood. That's a lot. Uh, yeah, probably less than you know some of these larger propane tank ones. It does have the insulated firebox and stuff, so that helps. Nice. But on the same token, yeah. It burns a lot more than the vault. The vault's like 10 pounds a lump in one split, and yeah. that thing will hum all day. <laughs> well, and, you know, you mentioned glitter karaoke. Is that still uh, something that y'all do here? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Still do it. We're just there a lot less. Yeah? Did you, uh, have you thought about integrating the karaoke into a... Uh, this party? Mm, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> it's almost like the same thing. People are like, where's your aquarium? I'm like, I don't want an aquarium in here. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, well, I know an aquarium for sure is a lot of work. Yeah. You could get a, you get Pinmaker to make some crazy karaoke rig for when you guys have events. Yeah, oh, they, you'd they be so, could. when we uh, ordered, we have a trailer from them and that's what they wanted to do. Hey, we could add these TVs with yeah. speakers and we're like, no, nah, we just want a cooker. <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, ran into them at Memphis in May and the rig they had was like, Two sixty-inch TVs, yep. a sink, a fridge. Uh, it was like everything in one. Yeah. Some crazy, crazy prototype oven. Yeah, those guys do some crazy stuff over there. So, y'all are born and raised Houston. 
No, I'm actually born in Vietnam. Oh, really? Yeah, I came over here when I was like two. Yeah. So pretty much. Yeah, yeah. so pretty much. So pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And Robbie uh, and I were, were born here. Yep. Nice. And uh, did you guys, I mean, is that, you said it's a very diverse area where you grew up. Is that, Extremely, was it a yeah. lot of Vietnamese or what? Oh, uh, everything. There's a lot yeah. of everything in Ailey. Armenian, Pakistani, Indian, Filipino, yeah. Vietnamese, Chinese. Our high school was, I mean, it was real diverse. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Houston just won the most diverse city, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Beat, beat New York. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. But before cool. that, it was A-Leaf. Yeah. For before sure. that, it was A-Leaf. <laughs> uh, uh, do you, you know, you're in the food scene here. Is it interesting to see... You know, people are doing barbecue and ramen. People are doing pho and barbecue. People are doing um, crawfish and Yeah, and I mean, I love it. It's, you know, it's not just your everyday. You know, you can walk into a number of barbecue joints and get stuff besides barbecue. You know, when we first started, you know, we had a lot of friends that, hey, y'all should concentrate on, you know, Asian-style barbecue. And honestly, I didn't want to do that. We didn't want to do that. We wanted to show people, hey, we can do the traditional stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, but from there it kind of grew, uh, and now I embrace it a lot more. So a lot of our specials now, it's, you know, it's just flavors that we all grew up eating. Yeah, you know, for sure. And so, did you want to get comfortable cooking the normal way? Yeah, before I you think, threw yeah, in the- I just you know figured we wanted to show people we could do the normal stuff. Yeah, and honestly, even our crazy flavors, a lot of it is just. You know, it's still your traditional cuts of meat. Everything's the same. It's just different seasonings, different flavors. Just to, you know, spice it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or change it up. So you're not just going everywhere. Oh, I just got brisket, ribs, sausage. You know, and I think a lot of people are doing that. I mean, uh, Fijas, they're doing crazy stuff. Tejas, like everyone. It's yeah, not, Pinkerton's got the yeah, candy pink, rib. Yeah, yep. Pinkerton's. Yep. I mean, everyone really is just, can't just get stuck in, you know, traditional stuff. Because then you're just going to get stuck there. You uh, you guys excited about any new ideas or is there something on the menu right now? You said there was a Frito pie sausage. Yeah, we're doing a Frito pie sausage today. We also have a brisket burn end uh, steam buns. I'd make a hoisin barbecue sauce to go on there. And yeah, we're working on a few different sausages. Just, you know, some ideas. Uh, We're about to start dinner service in a couple weeks. We're just going to do like a Thursday night football dinner series. And just to try to see how it goes. So we want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be different too. It's not, we don't want people to, if you come in here during dinner, it's not, you're not going to order brisket by the pound. Right. We're we're probably no meats by the pound, but we're thinking pork chop night, smoked prime rib night. So don't say we didn't tell you all that. (laughs) Early warning. Uh, You know, so we want to do different stuff, you know, because it's rare where someone's going out at seven, eight o'clock at night. It's like, give me a pound of brisket. You know, so we want to change it up a little bit. Burgers, maybe? No, I can't do burgers. Uh, our buddy Justin owns Bernie's Burger Bus right there on the corner. Oh, okay. So just out of respect to him, yeah, we won't ever total do burgers. respect. Um, we did do a loco moco yesterday. Yeah. What's that? Uh, so it's a Hawaiian dish. We took a brisket burger patty, smoked that, and then it's served over like sweet rice with the egg, fried wow. egg and gravy. It's good. Yeah, it was real good. So. That's the closest thing you're going to get from a, uh, from a burger from us. So are you guys all experimenting back there? How do you come up with this stuff? Yeah, uh, me and Robbie, 
and Chef Vigo, we're we're the ones that really you know think of stuff and then try to implement it. Yeah. You know, TV Terry just looks good for the TV. All yeah, the and I get it to, to taste it, you know. <laughs> uh, tell us more about this uh, this nickname. You've been on TV a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, not any more than these guys, but uh, uh, maybe a little longer camera time, unfortunately. Nice. That, what do you think it is? The look? Or uh, what? I don't know. Because he's yeah. up front. Yeah. <laughs> we just yeah, well, throw, we yeah, chose him to be yeah, up here. Yeah. I guess that's why, yeah. Well, and you guys bring a ton of energy, a real vibe to everything you do. You know, you're, you're the loudest booth at Houston Barbecue. Oh, we and, try. We yeah. try. Is well, that, I think when we first started, like, me coming from, you know, the whole backyard barbecue thing, like, one of our mantras was always, we want to bring the backyard barbecue vibe to the masses. You know, good food, good beers, good friend, good music. Yeah. Uh, when we started, you know, Robin's a DJ, so DJ Seeker, DJ yep. Seeker. Yep. So he would, you know, DJ all our events, all our pop-ups, uh, and then you know we serve the food. He DJs, and a lot of times we would do it at places that had good craft beers. You know, it's definitely and, all about the vibe with us. Yeah. It's very, very, extremely important. I mean, uh, music uh, is is a huge. Uh, part of what what we are, yeah. for sure. Are you up here DJing too? Or no, what? no, 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 no. Just, no, we got a just, pretty, just like he said. We you got know, a pretty, pretty good uh, pretty Spotify playlist though. That's that right. I, th- I think Robbie we're always adding to it. Before. Yeah. It's just all of us. Just you know, it. I mean, our playlist could go from old school hip hop to you know Rat Pack stuff to the theme song from Moana yeah. to Freedom Rock. To, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, exactly. just, it's just a little bit of everything. So it's awesome. Just whatever gets people psyched. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, we got some Spanish music on there, too. Disney soundtrack. Yeah. Big Trouble in Little China soundtrack. Yep. Like all the good stuff. Yeah. So for for the guys that work up front, for the cutters, for all the people that are kind of the face of the business, do you have any tips on how to keep the vibe besides music? Um, stay hydrated. You know, uh, smile, mud, mud masks uh, <laughs> once a week. Uh, and, you know, do people kind of expect it? Like, do people kind of come in with a little more energy than normal places? I think you so. Feel like? I mean, you'll, you'll see later, uh, you know, our guys up front. I mean, we're, we're screaming out. We don't just, you know, write the specials on the board. I mean, my guy's up there, you know, every five, ten minutes, he's screaming out the specials just to let people, if we have a line, just to let people at the end of the line know and, you know, you should, you'll see, like, when he sells a dessert, man, that, that's, like, makes his day. So he'll scream that out, too. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys, I saw some peach cobbler, I think, Yeah, or so blueberry? we do a peach and blueberry cobbler nice. combo. Um, banana, yeah, banana pudding. pudding. Uh, we normally have uh, buddies of ours from Slawak makes dope cookies. Yeah, Mexican chocolate, cacao yeah, chip, which chocolate chip cookie is with, the uh, bomb. Chocolate is from Mexico. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're on vacation right now doing research and development, so we won't get any cookies for a couple months. I'll just I'll have to. Uh, but when they come get back, back they're gonna yeah, be back sure. on in the in, on our dessert program. Or if you don't make it back, uh, we'll bring you some. We actually <laughs> got invited to the Texas Monthly Barbecue Fest. Oh, congratulations! Yeah. So Thank we'll you. see y'all there. Yeah, big so party. We'll be there. Yeah, that's gonna be a big party. Are you all coming into town before that? Or are you coming in for uh, the fest? I'll probably come in Saturday afternoon after service here. Nice. Yeah, we'll shut down Sunday, but yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, cooking a bunch of fun stuff with someone that that Saturday night, just to awesome. kind of give someone something casual to show up to. Yeah, yeah. I'll let yeah. y'all know for sure. Uh, awesome. I mean, y- y'all are 
you know, you, you have a very unique take on all of this. Uh, do you do you still like to cook just that regular old brisket, or are you st- are you really like more into kind of all the different ways? I don't you're know. I love. I mean, I still love cooking brisket. I'm still always trying to perfect it. You know, I always try to tweak stuff here and there. This learn, guy loves you know. smoking anything. Just yeah. throw it in the pit. <laughs> yeah, I, it's funny. Like when I used to uh, backyard barbecue, I used to have this. I was like, I'm gonna open a restaurant called You Kill It, We Grill It. But you know. We'll, we'll settle for Blood Brothers. That, that's a great name, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are guys, uh, the Reveille guys, yeah. ha- have been cooking alligators. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys ever throw some weird stuff on the grill? Or Not yet. Not yet. Uh, maybe one day. But, yeah, I still love cooking brisket. I see uh, the chef smiling. Is yeah. he, has he been suggesting that or something? No, no, not that. We'll, we'll, we'll let the Reveille guys do that. We'll come up with something. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Reveille. Yeah. Actually, one thing I've been... Uh, Doing so, our buddies over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing, they're they're working on their new brewery. It's twenty eight thousand square foot or something like yeah, I've that. I've seen some pictures. Yeah, the Brewtopia. So, uh, our very first pop up was actually at Buff Brew. They gave us that chance. We've over the years, we've you know become really good friends with those guys. So for the past two years, I was like, you know, when the grand opening, we're gonna cook a whole buffalo. So maybe we'll do something <laughs> like that. But now that Arash is over there, I'm like, hey, now you get to do that. I don't have to. Yeah, exactly. But I think, yeah, I, yeah I've been watching Arash's stories. Yeah. Because so the views it's, look it's, crazy. Yeah, it's so awesome. I mean, I'm so happy for those guys. But how yeah, f- we're probably going to do something with those guys. How far is that from here? Because it looks like it's got a real view of downtown. Not oh, bad. Not bad. It just depends on what depend, time of the day. Yeah, it depends traffic. on traffic. I mean, I'd say probably 15, 20 minutes. So it's not that far from yeah, here. Yeah, not at all. And and who are your closest neighbors as far as barbecue people? Uh, Fijis, uh, they're and, over there in the Greenway and, and Plaza. Probably pit, pit room, right? Pit room and Fijis. Him and Ragels. Oh, nice. no, Ragels yeah, is straight yeah, up yeah. right there. Yeah, so those are probably the closest three. Nice. Uh, it 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 and wasn't. Pinkerton's isn't too far. Yeah, Pinkerton's is oh, right yeah, there too. Tight. I mean, it wasn't so long ago yeah, that Houston didn't have half the barbecue scene it has now. Yeah, was for it? Sure. Did you guys? kind of just show up and realize that everyone else was doing the same thing or did you kind of get get no, wind of it before you started no not really um like we said we we started doing it and it was really just for fun to yeah. get get our friends together uh you know we used to be like hey if we break even we're good like yeah we, you know they they own the bar they have full-time jobs i was working full-time at the aquarium shop so i was like this just a little side hustle you know and uh it just grew from there we're still pinching ourselves that the, yeah, this is day. this yeah. is happening. Yeah. Well, was it crazy to just like all of a sudden you have a place and then like it just kind of all happened at once yeah, out here? Yeah, it's crazy. I think um, yeah, actually, I think when we were we weren't even actively looking for a place. Yeah, you know, we just happened to come across it. But I think the closest like opening is probably us and Fiji's. Like we were kind of. You know, I think we both almost signed the lease around the same time. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, he opened before us. But, yeah, it was always. Well, and, and his vibe is a totally, he's in the basement yeah, of the yeah. building. Yeah, awesome. I love Office that place, people. So, yeah. And so I every time I walk in there, I'm just like, this is it's like the it's Twilight different. Zone. Yeah. It's a totally it's different. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. Oh, it's delicious. And I'm, yeah. I'm impressed that, like, the whole cafeteria doesn't smell like barbecue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's just such a cool it's it's so cool because Houston has kind of forced people to just fit wherever Whatever, they can yeah. find a spot. Whereas in Austin, you're you're used to seeing like 
Franklin and Terry Blacks and a lot of these places that just, you know, it's a building with a line. And yeah. uh, I, I think it's cool the way that people in Houston use space because it's also more difficult. You, you guys have trouble with the offset or anything? Or are you far oh, enough we, out? We didn't here because um, we're in the city of Bel Air. Gotcha. So it was a little different. We were able to just pipe through. Uh, we'll show you later what we were able to yeah. just pipe through the, uh, you know, we had to build a smoke shed out there, you know, and stuff like that. But, That's yeah, reasonable. we didn't have to put ansels or anything up so that was that was a blessing you know well and i think cities and uh, municipalities are starting to realize that the smoker like it's more of a contained system yeah yeah um that was the biggest one i mean it was it did take i think for the the approval of that i mean it took maybe a month but that that was also because due to harvey and stuff um it set back all the permitting but when the guy came out, and then I put him in a contact with Victor over at Pitmaker, and as soon as they talked to him, you know, because we showed him here too, we we're like, they're insulated, you know, you're not, yeah. it doesn't get hot, you know. It's more and, about supervision and yeah. like readiness than yeah. any kind of system, you know. And you know, we're like, we're never, you know, just gonna leave it overnight and have it running. Like when this thing is on, there's someone here, you know. So, but after he had talked to the guys over at Pitmaker. You just signed off. Everything was great. And so did Harvey reach all the way over here? It did. Uh, Meyerland, which is not too far from here, flooded real bad. I don't think this shopping center, I think the streets were flooded, but I don't think any water got up into the shopping center. Luckily. uh, Yeah, because Bernie. The neighborhoods in Bel Air and Meyerland definitely got crushed. Uh, Bernie's reopened pretty quick after Harvey, as soon as the streets were accessible. Um, So... And where were y'all when Harvey hit? I was at home. I was stuck in my house for like a week. I couldn't leave anywhere. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Luckily for me, uh, uh, um, I didn't hardly got any uh, high water until like the last two days. And that wasn't even too bad. It wasn't even just just uh, went over my curb. I was lucky. But I mean, I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. But still. So were, were, was everyone was kind of like hanging out with their neighbors or what? Yeah. I just cooked a lot, watched a lot of tv and just crazy food so you had electricity and everything yeah yeah but it we was did, just yeah the city was kind of shut down yeah the crazy thing with me is i had electricity all through the entire uh, hurricane and uh, and i didn't have her uh, uh power after the hurricane because a car hit a transformer <laughs> so yeah. but i was lucky during the hurricane i had power nice most uh, of houston was pretty lucky yeah in that respect yeah i think uh i think the city's bounced back pretty hard yeah. Honestly, I haven't. Yeah. It's like it never happened. I mean, you drive around, there's not a lot of remnants or yeah, things yeah, you see. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it's cool to see. I mean, it's kind of like New Orleans down here. Like, everyone just kind of comes out for everyone else. Oh, yeah, for sure. Even though the traffic's crazy, for some reason, you know, when something actually bad happens, people come together. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, for sure. It's not, always, it's not always the case in the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, do you guys normally, like, when someone comes in, are people getting big platters? I see you got a ton of bread, so people get a lot of sandwiches, too? Uh, when Chef V goes on the block, we sell a lot of brisket sandwiches. When I'm up there, no one <laughs> orders sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, when I'm on the block, I make, like, 20 brisket sandwiches. When he's up there, it's, like, 60, so I don't know. <laughs> he has that I, I make good brisket sandwich face or something. Uh, it's not, it, you're not suggesting different things? No, I mean, Kevin will suggest all the specials, but it's just, 
Yeah, it's just crazy. It's kind of funny. Uh, do you guys have a preference personally? Like, I love making sandwiches. So, uh, me personally, I mean, my go-to meal at the end of my shift is a hot link with a small coleslaw. Nice. We actually that's what we we came up with the EPMD shirt. So it stands for Exclusive Pitmaster Meal Deal. Yeah, we were trying uh, to. That was another thing, kind of like the Blood Brothers name. Yeah, we were so trying to uh, think of a name for it. And so you like, could get that. And I was like, you know, because we like the hip hop references, I was like, exclusive Pitmaster Meal Deal. Yeah, so you can actually order that. It's not on the menu. It's yeah. kind of like on our secret menu. Oh, it's secret a, menu. It's a hot link with a slice of white bread, a, a small slaw, and a glass of tang. Yeah, tang like. Like tang. the old soda? Yeah. yeah. yeah like that. Right it's good. We got Tang oh, and Gatorade. That's a that's a <laughs> homemade Tang. That's a pop-up uh, um, yeah, tradition that, was a pop, that we always have, have done. Terry used to always have the little igloo of just Tang, yeah. and we would drink that. After a while, customers were like, All right, what are y'all drinking? And we're like, Tang, can I have some? Yeah. So we're like, yeah, we have to so put it. Hey, that's good enough for astronauts, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, and the you know beverages seem like they have a, a strong focus. You have a huge... Uh, ice chest, right when people walk in, you've got taps plus it looks like 15 things on bottles. Yeah. You've got a full bar behind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys also always have like coffee soju or something. Yeah, I, th- something I think that me. I've actually drank out of that yeah. um, at, at one of the events because yeah. you guys are always kind of mixing up good yeah, drinks. Yeah. That, that's like the staple now. Like everyone's like, hey, where's the, the soju and Mr. <laughs> Brown coffee or soju and something? So, Well, and soju's unique because it's not. You don't find that everywhere. You have to kind of hunt it down. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe in Houston. Yeah. Houston, yeah, you can find it. Yeah, they have them it. at Specs, but yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And are you talking about the, like, cheap Korean, like, uh, what's, I can't think of the brand. Oh, um, Jinro. Jinro. That's the, that's the most. Yeah, that's probably the most popular. Yeah. Is that the one you guys use, or is there, like, yeah, some other Yeah, that's the one we normally yeah. use, yeah. The green bottle one. I think. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember I was in Korea a long time ago, and it's like a dollar or two for yeah, one yeah. of those bottles. So everyone's yeah, in Korea, it's all about Jinro and uh, Height Beer. Yep. Nice. That's all they drink over there. Well, and you all have a nice mix of, I see some Buddha beer. You guys have a lot of locals on tap? Or? Yeah, so all local. Our, all, yeah. our tap will be all locals. Nice. Um, yeah, Buff Brew, No Label, Eureka Heights, uh, Eighth Wonder. St. Arnold? Spindle Tap, St. Arnold. Um, even our non-alcoholic stuff, our tea is uh, local, cats, nice. and even our sodas, midnight vending. Do you guys have fluff desserts, too? No. But no. she is a good friend. What's up, Becky? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, uh, everywhere I go, I, I recognize the glasses and the hair. Like She's got kind of like an iconic, uh, an iconic look. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. dessert lady. Yeah. Oh, man, her desserts are ridiculous are you uh you are you guys open tonight are you doing the thursday night thing yet? no not tonight we're gonna start um I think week after next yeah I think. two weeks yeah. yeah so you're gonna go to the uh they're doing a little burger pop-up tejas and, and oh, uh, that's tonight bar. that's tonight let's see let's Ooh, see what let's, time yeah uh i think seven or eight something mm. just a takeover uh at fluff at fluff yeah which is not far right yeah not too not bad far I'm thinking about going. I haven't bought a ticket yet, so hopefully there's still some left. Oh, you gotta buy a ticket. I'll just, it's like twelve bucks, and you, oh, you gotta do uh, is call call Scott. Yeah, that, Scott. That like, sounds hey, like I'm a plan. Play. I don't like I don't like to use those phone numbers unless I really have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm real I'm real respectful of anyone yeah. who gives me their their tickets. I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, so, y'all are open mostly for lunch. 
Yeah, um, just for lunch right now, uh, Wednesday through Sundays, 11 till 3 or until we sell out. Yeah. Are then, you you got any big plans before Texas Monthly or big events coming up? Uh, we're doing, we got invited to the Allison Cook Culinary Stars uh, event on interesting. O- October 24th. Uh, and food and wine. Yeah, and then we're doing the Sugarland Wine and Food uh, Masquerade event that, f- that Friday. Like wear a costume after. or something? I guess the guests are going to wear a costume. I'm not wearing a costume. <laughs> Chef Vigo will probably bring his mask. <laughs> uh, food and wine masquerade. Uh, yeah, they're doing like a week-long event. It's like from Thursday through Sunday, I think. But Wow. Yeah, we're, we're just doing the, the Friday night one since we're, we don't want to have to shut down the other days. I know, uh, I know Texas Monthly is sometimes specific about, you know, what you're cooking. Have you talked to them about what you're going to bring to the, the yeah, party? Yeah, we, we sent them, uh, filled out our forms, sent them our ideas, and, I mean, waiting to hear back. I haven't heard anything back. Yeah? So. <laughs> anything crazy on those ideas? Uh, I'm going to bring our mac and cheese sausage. Nice. Uh, that one's good. It actually has noodles in it and everything? Yeah, it's actually mac and cheese stuffed inside the sausage. That's it. Is there meat in the mac and cheese, or...? Yeah, it's a it's a beef and pork mixture with the mac with the mac and yeah, cheese and we stuffed just, in. Yeah, stuffed in the stuff. Link it up. Awesome. Um, I think we're gonna do our pork belly burn ends. Uh, the Asian style one we do with the, is the titnung with the lemongrass, garlic, shallots. It's a pretty good one. We run that here on Sundays, either as a bun mi or you can just get it by itself. Really? Yeah, but we'll probably put a different different spin on it uh, for the festival. Surprise. Yeah, surprise. surprise. We can't give away everything. Yeah. Well, I don't think Texas Monthly is ready for, for y'all. Y'all are going to, because everyone else is just kind of like, hey, here's the taste and yeah, yeah. hanging out and talking. Y'all yeah. are going to. Oh, we're going to bring it. Put we're in gonna... some speakers or something, sneak in some Maybe, sound equipment. Man, we're going to do something. Because it's usually like. We got to elevate it, you know. We got to yeah. take it up a notch from Houston Barbecue Fest. You got to get uh, last year where um, 2M was, kind of in that, that corner okay. in the back there where like Truth always sets up. That'd be a good spot because there's a there's a stage with people on it, but it's always like a girl strumming a guitar oh, or something okay. real chill. Yeah, so. they might they you know if they hear of our rep, they might just stick us in a corner somewhere, <laughs> man. I don't know. Well, that's the best part is that it's not there's no there's no bad spot yeah. in Tessens Monthly. The only bad spot is to be like next to snows where the line's just gonna like <laughs> right, get right. in front of your booth. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, sometimes that's good. I saw that at Southern Smoke where like Franklin's had a a line like that was in front of this other uh, other guy's tent and so the people that were in front just got the food from him you know while nice. they waited in the franklin's line <laughs> a so, snack before you get yeah, another snack before you get the other snack how was southern or uh was, wait are you talking about southern smoke yeah southern Sorry. smoke i got i thought windy city in my head um, how was southern yeah. smoke southern smoke's been awesome uh we've been volunteering helping them out the past two or three years Three, um, I think, yeah. Three, I think. Shout out yeah. to Shepard. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It was an awesome event. And and uh, Chris Shepard's a really an interesting dude. Uh, you know, he really is an enthusiast for what's going yeah, on he, with you guys um, and everything. He actually gave us probably our first big shot. Um, when we first started doing pop-ups, he actually did a bar, uh, series of dinners. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, they, he called them his off-the-wall dinner series, and the very last one was a barbecue one. And he actually invited us out to do it. Well, first he was like, I want y'all to do this event, but cook me something. So I did, I made him a rack of beef ribs. He ate it and he called us the next day and was like, you guys are on it. So it was like us, uh, Fiji's, Gatlin's, them. Um, Yeah, so it was awesome. He was like, and then it was like, 
yeah, so y'all get to cook belly. We're like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> we've never really cooked belly, but we'll wing it, you know? So we did like a Calbee marinated uh, beef belly. It turned wow. out good. We've learned a lot more since then of how to cook belly better. Um, but it was it was an awesome dish. That's not a cut you see very often. Is that is not there another all. name for it um, besides beef belly? Do people call it the navel, I think? Maybe. Really? I think that's the and same. And is it like pork sure. belly with a lot of fat? It's a lot, a lot more of fat, fat, than, lot of fat than pork belly, yeah. But it is awesome. That's one of the first dishes that we did like outside the box thinking was the goji jang beef belly burn ends. Um, we did that for one of our pop-ups. And do you feel like, because, you know, not everything you're you're talking about right now is Vietnamese. There's Korean stuff. Oh, yeah, there's, there's other Korean. Stuff. I mean, we do a gyro sausage here. Uh, so the Mediterranean, do a gyro and feta sausage. That's, you know. That sounds awesome. Yeah, we've gotten really good feedback on that. So, do like you, I said. Is it all spices or is it, like, are you kind of making gyros and then putting them in there? Or? Oh, no, no. It's just uh, all spices mixed with the. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, the beef. Got a Reuben. Yeah, we do a Reuben sausage. That one's awesome, uh, too. So I basically use our pastrami rub, uh, mix it all together with cheddar and sauerkraut inside the sausage. That wow. One, that one's been awesome. Um, yeah, so we just like playing around. You know, even our pastrami, I know a lot of people are doing pastrami. We use tri-tip instead of just brisket. Really? Yeah. So. And you slice it thin, or how do you do it? Uh, I mean, we, we smoke it, and then, then yeah, it's... Not too thin. Yeah. So you just you just put it on the board like everything else. Yeah. Nice. Well, no, we serve that one out the kitchen because we do a uh, like a Reuben with it. Okay. Yeah. Throw it in a in a grill or an oven yeah, or something. Yeah, we, we just grill it off. Uh, serve it on a marble rye by Breadman Baking. Yeah. Uh, Housemade sauerkraut, beer mustard, Swiss. I'm starting to uh, calculate my platter for later. <laughs> right. <laughs> that one's only on uh, Wednesdays. But we, yeah. we got some good oh, ones for you. Oh, the sandwich today is good, Oh, the too. sandwich yeah. today oh, yeah? is good. So it's uh, our play on the Arby's beef and cheddar. So it's the Murphy's uh, beef and cheddarer. <laughs> so it's a uh, smoked, smoked prime rib sandwich on jalapeno cheddar bread with uh, beer onions, okay. our horseradish sauce, our SWAT sauce, uh, and a cheese sauce. It's wow. good. Yeah. Well, that sounds just as good or better. Than yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> just good. don't, it's probably just don't one plan on doing time. anything, you know, productive. Yeah, after. don't try to drive back to Austin yeah. after you. Eat yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna go hang out with friends. Actually, nice. I, I'm trying to get one more uh, one more interview in, but we'll okay. see if I get anything back. I try to squeeze in as many as I can yeah, when I'm down sure. here. Yeah. You know, you know how Makes the drive sense. is. Yep, yep. So, uh, do, have you guys? Uh, you know, have you have you talked to Chris Shepard more? It's he he's kind of an elusive guy. Like I run into yeah, him I mean, at different he, events. Yeah, he's but come in here a few times to awesome. eat. Yeah, so he's awesome, man. He's always he's always supported us, believe oh definitely in us. You know, so I mean, like helps. it's it's like palpable how psyched he is about yeah. food. Oh it's yeah, it's really for sure. He's a really interesting guy. Yeah. I appreciate that. Like he, you know, he's just going around helping you all out. Just kind of an enthusiast yeah, of everything. Yeah, yeah he's you know. And he had he had a pit maker pit till someone stole it. Yeah, yeah he yeah. had the trailer. I, I think can't they believe still. no one he's found got that. another one. Yeah, yeah, the Gatlin's they, just just had their stolen too. Crazy. Yeah. Lock up your pits, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Do you guys have? Is it pretty secure back there? I haven't been back there yet. But. Yeah, it's a shed. We got door back there. Cameras everywhere. Uh, the snipers chained to the, to the thing. <laughs> so hopefully it's secure enough. You know. Yeah. And pretty you got to be pretty dedicated here. to get that damn pit because it's probably fifteen hundred, two thousand pounds. Okay. Yeah. You know, so you got you have to know and you got to be ready. Like it's not like just oh let me back up a truck and 
hitch it up you know yeah, it's, it makes it a sure. lot easier like with this one you'd have to have a trailer you probably got to bring a few guys to even push that thing up onto the trailer you know so, yeah, yeah for sure well and it's it's easier when it's not on wheels yeah we're pretty fortunate here too like bel air pd patrols this shopping center pretty good yeah. um you know consider we, we and then we're we ammoed up a, here too we, we we bring them a lot of a lot of ribs and stuff if we have any left over we normally that's a smart out. move yeah yeah you said there. ammoed up <laughs> keeping it houston yeah keeping it we AD. are in texas man yeah uh do you uh do you have a lot you know i i, I used to say uh, that you'd always know a good barbecue joint or a good lunch place if there's a bunch of cop cars there. So do a lot of the police. Yeah, we actually do. Here. Yeah, police, fire department. Yeah. Um, yeah so so th- they, then you know it's good. Yeah, yeah. they come here pretty often. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure that helps out when you have to get permits or inspections and stuff yeah, too. Sh- we'll keep Doesn't that hurt. hush hush though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it hasn't hurt. It hasn't yeah. hurt. That's for sure. Yeah, and I think uh, I grew up in small towns in New York, so I'm more used to the police, everyone just kind of knowing each yeah. other. And uh, it's funny to be, yeah, especially in Houston, where there's just, you know, so many people. It's yeah. uh, it, it's it's different from Austin. It's different from Dallas. And I love watching this barbecue scene blow up, man. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's really great. a treat. Yeah, and uh, I love it too. You know, for the most part, everyone has each other's backs. You know, yeah. any any we always say any given day, you'll see someone from another barbecue restaurant in here, or I'll go eat. You know. At Fiji's or regular. As much as you can, right? As much as I can, yeah. The only bad thing is the one day we're closed on Monday, everyone's closed. Yeah. So I always like, I want to go visit my friends, but I can't because they're closed also. Or, you know, even, you know, wanting to drive out of town, you know, go visit, you know, 2M or Cadillac or or, you know. Well, I'm doing these meetups on Mondays that I'm going to try to schedule more of where uh, I've done one in Houston at Harlem Road. Yeah. I did one. I did a couple in Austin, and so uh, I'm I'm excited to do that because I want to give everyone something to do on a Monday. Yeah, yeah, for I'll, sure. I know a lot of people work, but it'd be nice to get people around on Monday night. And since yeah. this is a, you know, maybe I can I can sweet yeah. talk you guys into hosting one of those. Yeah, maybe. just let yeah. us know. We'll do something. Uh, well, so people who listen to the show know this. Uh, I always ask at the end, you know, what's your message to the enthusiasts, the people that want to throw the best backyard barbecue, or the guy that you know, just open a place and wants to be the coolest, uh, you know, face of the restaurant. Just make sure you have good beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you said. Uh, no, just, I mean, just do what you like, you know, don't worry about what people think of your product. You know, I mean, it's, we always say we cook the food we want to eat. You know, if you want, you know, we'd like for everyone to try it, but if you don't get like as much it, honest feedback, yeah, good or know. bad as possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, we still do it to this day. We yeah. run a special. I ask the customers, you know, let me know how you like it. Good or bad. You know, please tell us. But at the end yeah. of the day, I think it's just do what you love. You know, yeah. don't don't listen to the critics. Everyone's going to have a critic. Right. You know, I mean, like me personally, and it's crazy. Um I love spicy foods. Yeah. You know, for a while, Terry was always like, oh, maybe we need to tone it down. And, you know, some things we have toned down, but our certain specials, like we do a peach habanero pork belly burn ends on Fridays. And that's probably one of our best-selling, you know, specials. So I'm like, yeah, we have people that want to eat spicy stuff, you know. So it's something we love cooking. We like eating it. So let's just spread it and everyone loves it. You know, like I said, don't listen to the – the haters, the critics, whatever. Yeah. Just cook what you want to cook and and do that. You know? Yeah. Hey, I think, Robbie. I, I think we have a late arrival here. How's it going, man? Let me get out of the way. You make it? 
Uh, so to catch you up, we were just talking about, you know, the enthusiasts, people who are into the, the game of barbecue. Uh, you know, what, what's your message to the people that love this, uh, that love barbecue, that love the vibe y'all bring to this place? Like I, like I said. Get as much sleep as possible before yeah, you open. Yeah. Like I said, just do you, you know. Cook what you want to cook, what you like to eat. Don't worry about what, you know, people will come around. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's, it's, it's hard to tell people because with Yelp and all this stuff, you can get so much negative feedback and all these just people that'll, you know, you sell out and they write you a one-star oh, yeah. review. From the experts. Yeah. And so uh, do you guys, you know, you guys just kind of listen to people in here, I'm sure. I think it was someone in Houston, right, that put up, they put up a sign that said, uh, you know, uh, Yelp can't help you, help you, but I can. So, like, let us know. Yeah. Uh, delete Yelp. You know, we don't even really go on there. Like, like we said, everyone's going to have, you know, their expert opinion on it. You know. I've talked to some of the other pit masters and, and crews. And as a collective, I think we were talking about maybe printing up some shirts that have, like, barbecue etiquette on the back, you know because people just don't know i mean and it's not their fault you know yeah. it's, this whole kind of thing is kind of a new new thing so you know that people don't understand it's like I show up at four o'clock and you don't have food i mean the people that know know yeah but you know i think slowly people are starting to understand that that that's how these newer craft craft barbecue places that's how they run you know it's it's uh, get there early um you know be courteous to the other customers. You know, don't don't sit and hold a table for an hour while your friends are in line. I mean, it's it seems like common sense stuff, but people just don't know. You know, Houston are, will come around. Yeah, you know, they're coming around slowly. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it just even here, like you know, from from earlier, uh, you know, customers that turned into regulars that they see it now. You know, they understand the process and stuff like that. So it's. You know, early on, I did reach out to, like, Scott and them from Tejas asking, hey, what should he used to do? It's like, you're doing everything right. Like, you just have to teach the new people, like, yeah. what's going on. You know, so it's a learning curve, you know. Well, and uh, I've thought about doing some sort of, like, you know, how to order barbecue, barbecue etiquette videos. So maybe we can collaborate on that in the future. You guys can play them on all your TVs. Well, we've, we've talked about maybe putting some rules up on the wall, you know, I, I don't know if you saw um, Scott and Greg put up a sign, uh, something, and then hashtag don't be rude, dude. And, and someone actually left a note <laughs> to them yeah. saying, like, you know, I guess that they were being arrogant or something. Yeah. And it was like, dude, it's a joke. It's funny, you yeah. know? You, gotta, you can't take yourself too seriously, especially yeah. in barbecue. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it should be fun. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you guys bring the fun. Do you have any suggestions on... Uh, you know, it just sounds like, you know, good music is a big key. What else, what else do you do to kind of get ready for, obviously, service in here has started, if anyone can hear. But uh, what do you guys do to get ready for service? Do we need to kick on some tunes here? Kick on some tunes, take we'll a shot. That. I'm joking about the shot. It's too early. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a festival. If it was a festival, we would already took a shot. But, yeah, just like we said, just have fun with it, man. You know, that's to this day. It's and part of that is having a good crew, yeah, like people that you want to be around. Yes, you know, get a get get a crew that you're uh, that you can work with because you're yeah. going to be spending a lot of time with them. Yeah, I have this other motto too. You know, I cook for fun, and that's it. If I don't have fun, you'll see me quit. 
Like, it's, you know, you just got to have fun. It's, so it's not like, oh, I got to wake up, go to my job. Like, and we all feed off of each other here, you know, between us three, all our whole staff and everything is. Orange watches. Yeah, surround your. <laughs> oh, you got a match, like, you know, color coordination. Yeah, we got a match. Bro, you even got an orange highlighter in your shirt. <laughs> If we, still, <laughs> if we still we use beepers, I'd have an orange beeper, too. Yeah. I got a little orange on my shoe. Hey, I got to catch up. Next we time. actually have, uh, Terry found this antique, like, payphone that's orange and black. Yeah, it's in the and, office. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. in the office. So we, we one day we want to, like, hang it up somewhere. Yeah, it's you know, awesome. Uh, I, I have an old friend who is an artist, and she got into programming these little chips. And you can turn an old payphone into a jukebox now where you, like, type the, no. the the buttons to play the songs you no, do we that might have to hit you up on yeah, that we might have to do that that'd be awesome uh well any last messages i think you guys probably need to get get to service here oh, our crew can handle the yeah, service yeah. <laughs> okay. well then we'll just keep going yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do your thing well so you know how long has the restaurant been open now eight months we opened uh right after christmas yeah well right before, right we, before we did christmas. our soft opening that thursday before christmas and then it was at first it was what three days a week only yeah and then right after the new year we went to our curtain current schedule so a smidge after a a smidge past eight months but i've been you know i've been hanging out with you guys at the barbecue festivals you guys have been cooking and doing stuff way before that yeah about uh six years now uh like i said we started the steak night in 2012 later that year we i started messing around with the barbecue and i think early 2013 is when we did our first pop-up at buff brook so yeah, about six years now. And has DJ Seek been at all this stuff too? Yeah, yeah he, he's there. He was just at uh, Robert Lerma's oh, yeah. backyard yeah, barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. That was a cool event. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. we get to go to part two. Next well, time. I mean, that's kind of, I think that's the thing people are realizing is we're all, we're all so connected now that anyone, yeah. you just throw anything, make sure there's enough room and enough speakers and you're good. It was really yeah, cool sure. to see all the all the people. Like it, it was it was like a, a solid group of people at, Robert, at Robert's event, and um, yeah, I was like, oh man, you know, Scott Samlin's there, you're there, um, Packy was there, you know, it was a lot, a lot, of, you know, the fam, Chris, Chris Reed, and, and Michael were there, and it was, it, was, it was really cool. Abe from the West Coast. Abe was yeah. there, yeah, Abe was there. Yeah, yeah, it was ABQ, it was cool. the like Picanha master. Yeah, yeah, it was the, the Israeli Brazilian. Nice. <laughs> well, and I, I, th- I think that that was just a taste of where we can go with this because y'all, y'all bring a vibe. A lot of those guys bring a vibe, but it was like it was almost like there were too many vibes. It yeah. was like holy crap! Like I'm, like I'm just, I'm, I'm like shaking. I'm so excited. I'm just like I want to, I want to hang out with you. I want to hang out with you. I want to try this. I want to eat this. And it's like. We need to be doing that more just to get that energy. I forgot how much energy that this stuff can give me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, I didn't get to go, uh, but from everything I saw, it was like mini barbecue fest almost. Yeah. Well, not necessarily a barbecue fest, but, you know, one of the great things about, like, Houston Barbecue Fest is the night before. You know, you've been there where we're all that's, just. That's all, more what it was like. Yeah, all the pitmasters hanging out, just cooking. Everyone's cooking different stuff, drinking, you know, good music, so. I actually hit up Scott and uh, Greg, and I asked them, hey, they don't do that at Texas Monthly? Like, there's no parking lot party? Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Uh, well, and, uh, I mean, we know, I, I think the last time you were on the show was on, at yeah. the Houston Barbecue yeah. a couple years ago. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. man, it gets... That, that was an infamous night, apparently. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, there was a there, there were some warnings that media wasn't allowed the night before anymore. So I'm gonna have to break the rules next year. I I, I kind of heeded the warning because I I had stuff to do anyways. But um, yeah, I mean, the the festival is almost like the you know the restaurant is such a staple, but the festival is this special thing that you yeah. get to go to, and there's more and more of them. And you know, Houston Barbecue's putting on what. Now, super beef, some throwdowns. Yeah, throw did they do a Tex taco Max. thing, or was that someone else? Tex-Mex one, Tex-Mex, yeah. yeah. It wasn't a, yeah, they did a Tex-Mex. They're about to do the throwdown this coming up month. Yeah, you so. You guys messing with any of those things? Uh, not the throwdown. Unfortunately, you know, it's on a Sunday, um, so we're open for service. We don't have maybe to. try to sneak in? Yeah, maybe. maybe yeah, we, we might would. try yeah. to stop by. Some of these events, now that we have the restaurant, we won't cook at but we still want to you know go and yeah, support and stuff like that so and i think you know back. well and it's also like that's kind of what helped us get to where we are now with a brick and mortar so us kind of now that we had the brick and mortar stepping back that allows some of those young crews to get out there and kind of earn their earn their marks um so we're you know we're about that too like letting some of these young guys get out there and you know they watched us do it you know so it's like they now they kind of have a path like what this is how this is how blood brothers do, did it you know like we can follow that path you know do some breweries do some throwdown events do some pop-ups get your food and your name you know, out get there get your name you out know. yeah well, don't you think uh you know you guys have a love of hip-hop don't you think that's kind of what created that golden age of hip-hop is a few people made it and they were like oh we need to get all our buddies on the come up too and then their buddies and their friends and their family that everyone just kind of drags everyone up yeah, with them sure it's similar to that like hey uh, do a song on this album yeah you know and yeah and then and then they go from there they do their own solo album and you know do a, you know do a sausage on our uh, menu for two days <laughs> yeah i mean we want to we want to do some uh collab stuff you know i went down and i went uh to go see jim buchanan at bucks on monday because he's one of the few that's open and yeah. we were kind of talking he kind of wants to do a collab on the island you know, with us and him. So He's I think, space, yeah, it's an awesome space, man. It, it's great. It's just a matter of, you know, timing and stuff. But I think that would be a cool, cool uh, collab with him and, you know, just go from there and see what else we can do. Well, and, and that's kind of the beauty of, you know, a lot of chefs, a lot of, there, there's a lot, I feel like pressure or I, I don't really understand the chef world, but I know that it's different from barbecue and it's cool that barbecue people can just say, yeah, come cook at my restaurant. I'll cook at your restaurant. And and I think the chef world is catching up on that, but for some reason, barbecue is just like the doors are open. Yeah, I know a lot of the newer chefs. Yeah, there's more, you know, collabs, camaraderie. Yeah, than, yeah, not so old, much competition than, than the old days. The old days was like, ah, I don't want to do anything with you. Yeah. But you know, nowadays, I mean, just our recent pop up, we did a pop up with Ryan from Riel. We just did it over at Glitter. Uh, we're probably planning on doing that. Like the Houston, the quarter. Houston seems a little different too. I mean, it, it's just yeah, every, you know, just so many, so many chefs, uh, our friends, our buddies, you know, just like the barbecue thing, you know, they 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 want everybody to get better, you know, they want to help out any way they can. Well, and do you think it's the, do you think there's, I mean, do you think it's the way that we cook or just the the hard work or I, you, I, I still can't really get a sense of like what creates it but it's just everywhere everyone's just so cool so chill like maybe you know maybe we can't all show up to everyone's events but we sure as hell want to be you know For we, sure. we've talked about this before and i don't know if they mentioned it earlier you know podcast people or journalists always ask us you know 
oh, you know, talk about where you grew up. Is that what inspired you? And we, that really just gave us an open mind to things. But the people that inspire us are all our peers. Like yeah. not only our barbecue friends, but like our other chef friends. Um, like last night I was at 1751 for like a minute. And um, JD, I brought him some foie gras. I was like, here, here's some foie gras. And he, and he made three dishes like that were amazing. And I'm like, man, maybe we can do something like that one night for one of our dinner, our dinner events. Like, you know, and those, that's how we find inspiration is like just going out and hanging out with our chef friends. Yeah. And, and kind of like what, uh, what you said about, you know, I, I've thrown Thanksgivings, you know, I call it orphan Thanksgiving because it's like me and my friends that we don't have family in town, but it's like uh, one year I just called it everything must get smoked. So if you brought anything you brought was going in the yeah. smoker. We put the pies in the smoker, put the turkeys, we put everything in the smoker, and it, it, it's kind of fun. You win to, some and you lose some, right? Yeah. Some of them are like, oh, that was awesome. Some of them are like, let's not do that again. <laughs> well, and, and you just realize like that having the fire and people bringing stuff to put on the fire is like, that's all you really need. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think it's just it just goes back to that whole barbecue backyard barbecue vibe you know it is still even everyone owns restaurants but it still goes back to that like what do you think of when you think of a backyard barbecue just good friends good music good beers you know and i think that translate even to places with brick and mortar you know whereas like a fine dining establishment like it's not really the same thing there's a think. disconnect yeah there's a disconnect how so I mean, usually it's executive chef, probably in the kitchen most of the time. Yeah, and he, if he is the executive chef, he might not even be there. Yeah. He, he might be have like chef de cuisine or a sous chef that's running the show. Um, whereas, you know, at most most barbecue places, the pit master is there, yeah. either cutting meat or walking around or you know just making sure. So I think there's more of a, oh, a yeah. connection to the to the clientele to the customers also i think if you compare like let's say a backyard barbecue to like a one-off like wine dinner at someone's house you know the wine dinner you're you're sitting at down at a table they're bringing you the food you're just eating there whereas a backyard barbecue you're roaming you're going to the fridge to the cooler grabbing beers you're like there's more mingling and then just sitting at you know a 12 person table or something yeah, like sticking your hand in the pit, trying to get a bite of yeah. something. <laughs> Opening the pit, like what's in here, you know? Yeah, you know? I've, uh, I've, I've had a few friends, you know, because like you said, barbecue culture, it's still a learning experience for everyone. So I've had a few friends, we're all, we're, we're all standing around, you know, off, often near the pit, but this time we were kind of, I, I set up some misters in my backyard, so we're all kind of cooling off, and someone just walks up, and they're like, oh, cool, and they just like open the pit and look in it, and I'm standing there, I'm like, Okay, take it easy. <laughs> That's we, we actually had that happen here. Yeah. We had a photographer come in, and he did a great job. Very thorough. But he was like, uh, you know, let's open the pit up. This is this. this. He's like, all right, we got to close the pit. Yeah. Not only that, but like, they don't understand. There's like, so he's like, oh, can you pick up the brisket with one of those big forks? I'm like, no. It's not like a steak. Like, I can't like, skewer it and pick it up. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, you know whose fault that is? Uh, the salt lick. They've been oh. putting the briskets on a skewer and letting people take pictures of them. Oh, yeah. Damn Salt Lake. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Causing trouble for everybody. Waiting for people to come in here and ask for all you can eat ribs. <laughs> so, <laughs> is there a, is there like an iconic shot that everyone's getting? Like, what's the picture that you have to get if you come to Blood Brothers? Probably our mural back here, um, oh, yeah, especially yeah, from sure. people. We get a lot of people from A Leaf that come in, school teachers. Not just people our age. Yeah, like just people like, that are alumni from early '80s. You know. Way back and when the to name, new, to or new people's people, parents people, as yeah. kids yeah. went or there, or teachers uh, they used to teach there. It's been awesome. Yeah, they're just like, oh, we read about your story. We live in Ailey. We grew up in Ailey, so we have to come. But that's probably the the main one. Well, we have, and we have other murals that are going to be coming yeah, out. Yeah, we're planning on some others. We already we already know what we're going to do. I think the Wu, the Wu Tang. Uh, yeah. A lot of people take pictures of that. <laughs> and and you guys do label your Tang machine Wu Tang, right? Wu Tang, yeah. and then the Gatorades, the the, the liquid swords. The liquid swords. It's <laughs> even better. It's the, it's uh, the G for Jizza. Is it? Is it? I mean, what is the thing? You know, there's Slab Barbecue in Austin. Yeah. They're really big into hip hop. Yeah. What what is, what do you they think shout out is the like, you know uh, um, sniffing Griffin uh, Warren G is. An avid barbecue is getting a Moberg pit get built right now. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so... Dave Grohl? Yeah, Dave Grohl is all about it. Do you think there's a, a similarity between hard work and music and hard work and barbecue, or do you think people just love the vibe? I mean, I, 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 I hope it never ends, but this barbecue craze is like, it's out of control. I mean, I think it's the vibe. I mean, like we said, it always goes back to, you know, music at your barbecue, you know, so... I think it all ties into one another. Yeah, and I mean, there's nothing like good music at a barbecue. Yeah. So, did you have the DJ Seek set up? Just happen to have it, or did Lerma like ask you to come oh, no, set no, it no. up? I've had that set up. Um, I just had the Blood Brothers put on my table the day before. Um, <laughs> That's but, awesome. Because good plug. Well, we, well, we um, we bought that one, orange one, specifically for our pop-ups. I just never had it labeled. And a buddy of mine was like, you better go get that label. So I was like, yeah, I'll go do that. And it, and it looks awesome. It really it looks, looks cool. Awesome. I've, I've taken you guys for an hour. You know, you've got, you've got some service coming in. Uh, do you have, you have any final words for kind of how you got into barbecue or, you know, just, just your message to the, the people who can't wait to come eat your food? It just, barbecue just fell into our laps, man. Like, we didn't expect any of this, to be honest with you. We still... Wake up every day blessed, uh, humbled, you know, just work hard at it. Try to, like I said, cook the food we want to eat. Um, just do yeah. stupid, crazy stuff. Nice. Honestly, if yeah, it works, it works. and peers are the ones that pushed us to do this. Yeah. yeah. You know, it if it wasn't for them, I don't know. We probably wouldn't be doing yeah, it. Yeah, I'd still be cleaning fish tanks and installing yeah. them. And Yeah, but it's, it's been awesome, man. And I'd still be getting drunk every day. <laughs> DJ Seek, what do you, uh, what's your message? Yeah, the same thing, you know, like this wasn't ever part of the plan, but we're happy to be here. We're blessed uh, to have all the support, you know, we're blessed for, you know, guys like you doing yes, your thing for and, sure. Thank and you. acknowledging Thank you. us. Um, I mean, you know, I always say like, we didn't do this by ourselves. You know, a lot of people put us here, you know, yep. Chris Reed, Michael Fulmer, you know, all the, all the barbecue bloggers, uh, yep. Smoking Ho, you know, Hell yeah. all those guys, Scott Sandlin, you know, they all Shepard giving us, us a you know, chance, Buff Culture Brew. Map, Eric Sandler. So, you know, there's there's just a whole group of people um, that put us where we are, you know, and so we don't like to take credit for it. Like I said, we're, we're blessed, and, you know, we, we um, you know, we appreciate it every day when we show up to work, you know. Well, there you go. In the words of Blood Brothers, man, bring up your friends. 
always have a good time. Do what you want. Cook what you want. And uh, you'll, li- you'll live the best life. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Let's feed you now. Yeah, yeah, let's eat. Hey, they come in and meet, man. Y'all don't see me eat, man. Hit on the meat, man. Y'all don't see me eat, man. I got jaws like a bear trap, a teeth like a razor. I made tack tongue with a sensitive taster. I was born out in Texas called the land of beef. Never catch a muscle green to show the hell I'd like to meet him to meat, man. Y'all don't see me eat, man. Woo!